step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's a show in which we talk about the issues that matter and do we have a lot to talk about today or what? I simply mean you just can't believe the stuff that has gone on in the last seven days. I mean, who would have thought that Texas, <clears throat> the great state of Texas, would have gone through what it did, and it just seems to be getting worse. It just doesn't seem to be getting better. So today on our show, we're going to talk about white supremacy, politics, and how it clearly has failed Texas. What? That's right, right supremacist policies, then how they have failed Texas. I don't know if many of you remember, but a few years ago, there was a governor of Texas. His name is Rick Perry, was under the Obama administration. And it was when it became clear to all of us who lived in the world that climate change was impacting weather. And you just, the science of it and the data and the evidence was irrefutable. And Rick Perry, in total defiance, in total defiance of the data and the science on climate change, said Texans would rather freeze than to be regulated by the federal government. So he decided that Texas was going to go their own way. They were not going to be regulated by the federal government. They were not going to allow the federal government to tell them to winterize their pipes because climate change was not real. This was in 2011 when Texas had a deep freeze and scientists predicted that it would happen again. Scientists predicted, that was 10 years ago, scientists predicted that it would happen again and that Texas needed to move ahead to winterize because apparently People felt, you know, how most of us, uh, we felt like in the South, you never had snow or ice that it would matter. The, the South was always considered the warmest part of the country. But climate change has changed that. And what we saw in Texas last week was irrefutably, irrefutably connected to climate change, the science behind it that the world's weather patterns have been impacted by our modern way of life. We've been talking about it for decades now. And it makes you wonder, what will it take for these old white men to get off their haunches and stop denying climate change? What is it going to be? They clearly don't respect human life. Clearly, Black and brown people are always at the receiving end of their white supremacist policies. Clearly, it's elitist. Clearly. And so they continue to push these false narratives on unsuspecting people throughout the country to the detriment of society and people's lives. I don't know about you. 
but just reading stories of people getting electric bills for $16,000 is enough to make any of us rile up. So now you end up asking yourself, can this happen in my state? Because the whole country has been subject to white supremacist policies. This is where white people believe that the only reason they should rule is because they're white. Not because they're the smartest, not because they have the most information, just because they're white. That's what happened in Texas. They didn't give a care that Texas is now black and brown, that there are more brown people living in Texas per capita than white people. And the the, the thing about it is the brown people who live in Texas voted red. They voted to confirm these white supremacists in power. Look at Governor Abbott and John Cornyn. Oh, my goodness. And the lieutenant governor, you look at them and you're like, oh, my God. Will Texas ever wake up? Will you folks ever wake up and realize that white supremacist policies are failing you? These folks opted out of the North American grid to protect themselves and to ensure that if their grid drops off, they can switch to another electrical grid that will keep the state powered up. They didn't even do common things like winterizing their their pipes. I live in Michigan. Most of the year we are cold. Most of the year we're in the, we call it the frozen tundra. If you were to see outside my house right now or any house in Michigan right now, the snow up until this morning was up to 12 inches high, was more than 12 inches high. In some places, it's very high. But we don't have blackouts in winter, during winter in Michigan. Why? Because the electric companies here know that they have to winterize because of the climate we live in. It's most likely to be cold all the time. Texas, they didn't do that. They think that the lowest it could ever go was 40 degrees. Under what God's green earth? The weather patterns have been significantly changing. And Texas had a deep freeze 2011, and they warned Governor Perry. And his words were, Texans would rather freeze. Well, freeze they did, to the detriment of life. 58 people so far have died in Texas as a result of this winter storm. There were massive pileups on the freeways because guess what? They did not, they don't salt the freeways because it's not supposed to get so cold that ice would form on freeways. Let's be clear, everybody. Freeways are wind tunnels. The way they're engineered, they're wind tunnels. That way they're engineered like that to make it faster for cars to drive. So we get from one destination to the other much more quickly. Therefore, what funnels that is wind. So freeways in America are wind tunnels. Our vehicles are propelled by wind. That's where all this aerodynamic stuff comes in. And this has been going on for some time. And now here we are. Texas is still recovering from the snowstorm that caused the state's power grid to collapse and left millions without electricity during freezing weather. For days, millions of Texans lived without power, sufficient warmth, accessible roads, or empathy from certain elected officials. While millions of residents starved, froze, and went hungry, their elected officials flew to Cancun and Florida to soak up some sun. With one of the hallmarks of republicanism being pull yourself up by your bootstraps, It's no wonder that politicians, white, wealthy, male politicians, left their constituents to fend for themselves. In this, 
every man for himself era of politicking truly working for the American people. We've all heard that. That's a mantra that we heard throughout the Trump uh, presidency. Pull yourself up. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It never occurred to some of them that you don't have boots in the first place. You definitely won't have bootstraps. But that was their mantra. That's white supremacy. They created the policies so that you can't get ahead. You can't own property. You can't buy anything. You don't earn enough so you can live in a white, wealthy suburb that you can go down to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy yourself a generator. Oh, after all, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We had one mayor in Colorado City in, in, in Texas who was telling people that it's their own fault and they should learn to fend for themselves. That is emblematic of the problem why white supremacist policies are failing all over the South. We saw it in South Carolina a few years ago when a hurricane tore through there. We saw it in Louisiana when Hurricane Katrina went through. It's white supremacy policies where these folks believe that they should drive people out, drive black and brown people out of communities so they can take over the land and then they fix it up for themselves because they have access to financing. From generations, of wealth garnered on the backs of slaves, enslaved people. And you are sitting in Texas thinking, well, I'm going to move to Texas. I can buy a house there. It's cheaper. Let me uh, buy a house down there. And so you're going to move to Texas, unaware that you're moving into a state run by red state politicians who do not care. In the midst of this, a senator from Texas decided that he would just fly out to Cancun and he stayed at the Ritz-Carlton. Meanwhile, people in Texas had frozen pipes bursting, water flooding their homes, their apartments. People had to take refuge. One, one uh, owner, a furniture store owner, opened up his store for people to live in his store. Imagine that. People were lined up to get running water from one tap because the pipes were frozen no running water. People started taking water from their swimming pool to flush their toilets. And the pipes froze. People had left their pipes dripping so they wouldn't ice over. Then the energy company said, turn the pipes off. So the pipes burst because apparently they build their houses and their buildings for warm weather, for nothing over less than 40 degrees. Places don't look like they were built, like they just slapped some stuff together and put paint on it and sell it for half a million dollars, and there you go. Look at some of the apartment buildings, water gushing through the hallways of apartment buildings. Now, imagine if that's all you have in the world. Imagine if that's all you have lived. You have nothing else. You have a job that barely pays you because we're in the midst of a pandemic. Let's not forget. You have a job that barely pays you. And yet you find yourself with nothing. When are people going to wake up and realize that white supremacist policies are failing all over the country? And then the governor of Texas has the nerve to say that it's because the pipelines that came from, uh, people were like, are you kidding me? In North Dakota, they winterized their pipelines. North Dakota is frozen, but you don't see rolling blackouts. 
You don't see pipes frozen for the whole state. My God, man. These people have no humanity. The senator from Texas got into his vehicle, commanded the local security forces to provide him with an escort to get to the airport so he could fly out to Cancun. That's right. On icy roads, When no one else could drive, he commanded the security forces to provide him with an escort just so his eagle can sit there and feel like he's pompous and he's important. I don't like that guy. I never liked him. I've always thought he was a pompous son of a tar who had nothing and no humanity in him. He's one of those people who are more dangerous than the people who are really wealthy because he's ascribing to a way of life. And he will kill others just to maintain his way of life because he was not born into it. Meanwhile, in Texas, you had a guy named Beto O'Rourke. You didn't vote for him. But he had the heart of the people. When this became a problem and he realized it, he set up his own fund. He started organizing to get people to warming centers. He started organizing to collect food because people could not have access to food. So imagine everything in your, in your refrigerator is done because you can't turn the stove on to cook. You neither had gas nor electric. You had no heat in your home, so the whole place froze. So you haven't eaten. All the stores are closed because there was a power outage. People went to the grocery store, and the grocery store shelves were empty No deliveries could take place because of the icy road conditions. Grocery store shelves were empty. Guys, when are we going to wake up? I keep telling you all, stop living in apartments. Stop living in apartments. Go buy yourself a house in the hood because that's what you can start with. Go do it. Stop living in apartments to satisfy some aesthetic or some ridiculous idea that says if you live in the hood, then you are nobody. Stop listening to white people because those very same people are the ones who come and buy up the lots in the, in the neighborhood and gentrify it so you can't even buy it back. And there you are stuck living in an apartment building. At least if you lived in your own house, then you could probably go in your backyard and pull the grill out and start cooking something. At least. What do you live in? And most people live in apartment buildings. It's like we're in another cycle of the Industrial Revolution. I think they say this is the fourth Industrial Revolution in history, right? It's like we're living in another cycle of it, where people live in these mass structures. What are they but nothing? Because the whole structure is decimated. Where are people going to live? I saw people living in shelters looking as numb as they can be. Why? Because you have to ask yourself, what would I do if it were me? In less than 24 hours, your whole life changed. One minute you were working, you had enough money in your checking account to pay your next month's rent, and you're going to work. And within 24 hours, you're out on the street. You have nowhere to live. It's time for us to wake up. I'm telling you all, go back in the hood, buy that house, refab it, refix it up, clean it out, clear it out so you can live in it, and start right there. I'm telling you all, you better start, because the way this is going, it's, it's, it's so, 
it's so elitist in the makeup and the composite of it. They tell you that you don't earn enough money to qualify for a mortgage, right? Isn't that what they tell you? Yeah. So two of you are working. You don't earn enough to qualify for a mortgage. But how do you qualify to pay $1,500 in rent? What does that tell you? That it is engineered that way. They want it that way. It's organized that way. Because when you live in apartment buildings, they have control of you because it's only a matter of time. You're going to lose that job. Then you're going to be homeless. They have access to your children. And if you're homeless and you're displaced, then they don't care. They're not going to provide a structure for you to rise up out of the homelessness to become a human again. Are you all seeing the grand design? And we're in the midst of a pandemic. Let us not forget. So they say that we are to stay in structures where only members of our own family. That didn't happen in Texas this week. People had to go in warming centers and shelters with people they don't know. One man died in a hospital because he could not get medical care because the power went out. Did you see the picture of one hospital where an entire floor flooded? Unbelievable. In Texas, this is the state where politicians like to prostrate and pontificate and postulate. It's the one of the richest states in the country. We go big in Texas. That's their thing. But it's only big for who? White, wealthy elites. It's not for anybody else. People said their entire savings were wiped out of their checking accounts because of energy prices. How on God's green earth did this happen? That the way they are structured, their energy system is structured. People, you had rolling uh, choices, so you couldn't get uh, power from one, you switched to another. And the prices for unbelievable one guy got a bill for $16,000. And he's getting his money back. Unbelievable. Are you all ready now to go buy a house in the hood? If you can't, if you are, think about it. If you can find $1,500 to pay rent, you can go put some money aside to start buying a house in the hood. You're going to have to do it. You go buy that piece of lot that they have down there that nobody else wants and go clean it up and you get you and your buddies and some friends and some family and go do it. Now, I don't know who you can convince because a lot of people still believe that, you know, if I live there, you know, the crime is bad and they're not going to give me a job. That's what they want you to believe. They don't want you to own land. They don't want you to own property because it's a tax deductible item. And owning property cements you in the community. It gives you power and empowers you. They don't want you to have that. So give up on their idea and start owning property for yourself. That's what your ancestors fought for, isn't it? So that they could own the very land that they had worked on. And Jim Crow laws made them slaves to it for life, even though slavery had officially ended. They made them sharecroppers where they were indebted to the white landowner forever because they don't want you to own land. How much longer are you going to sit back and let this happen? 
the Bible says that whom the Son sets free is free. Indeed, you've been set free. Jim Crow is over. They're trying to introduce a new set of it, but are you going to sit there and still be enslaved to their idea of what is normal and comporting of what is true for your life? When it is clear that white politicians do not care about anybody who is not white, wealthy, and elite. And that goes for most of you white people who are not wealthy nor elite. You subscribe to the idea that because you're white, you will, that it won't affect you. I have news for you. Go look at Russia. I have news for you. They don't care about you. They care that you give them numbers, but they don't care about you. If you are not in their crowd and you are not making $100,000 and $1 million contributions to their political campaign, they don't care about you. They have no empathy for you. What they care about is power, the conservation and the reservation of power that it gives them. How are so many brown people living in Texas and your governor is white, a white supremacist, a white racist man who cares not about you? How is that possible? How? Ask yourself that. Why have you not fought to have at the leadership, at the top leadership in Texas? Why have you not fought to have brown people and black people representing you? Why have you just sat back and said, it's okay, man, that's the way it is? No, it's not. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And you must get up and change this. I hope this is your wake-up call. The funny thing is, I don't believe this crisis in Texas is over. Because the snow is going to thaw. The ice is going to thaw. When that happens, what's going to happen? Right now, people are still using more energy and pulling on the power grid. The president has declared it a national emergency. Good job. But where was the national emergency that should have been declared when the governor should have started asking for help when it started icing over? Why did there have to be pileups on the interstate for something to happen? Why did you not prevent it from happening? Because it's not going to be you. Because you and your family won't be driving and hurrying to get to work in the morning. So you don't care about the people. People driving on a wing on a prayer in Texas on frozen, ice-frozen freeways, why have you not salted the roads? you know why? Because they took it out of the city budgets and the county budgets. White men took it out of the city budgets because it's not going to happen here. In their arrogance, your God. And here's the thing. In Texas, you have some of the largest churches in the country. You're right smack in the middle of the Bible Belt. They say that Hispanics voted a lot for the Republican Party because they're conservatives, they have Christian values, and they believe in family values. So you are blinded by that, and you don't look at the reality that you live in. I have Christian values, and I have family values, but I'm not blinded by any of that hysteria to not see the reality that I live in. It's beginning to make us all wonder, what if something like that could happen In our state, I'm about to get myself a generator. Here's the funny thing about it. About a month ago in January, I heard very clearly, I had a dream in which I needed to go. I have a grill in my backyard, but it's icy out there, right? And I'm like, I'm not about to pull that grill out. And I had a dream that I should, I went online on Amazon and saw a little grill, you know, the little circular ones. And I ordered it 
and I bought the, I think the charcoal bricks to go with it. My freezer is full. So I've learned through the pandemic to keep your freezer full, keep your refrigerator full, keep your pantry filled with canned goods. I learned that through the pandemic. It was a hard lesson. And after, when I was buying it, my kids were like, Mom, that's you again. You're on a tangent again. And then this happened in Texas, and they looked at me like, you know something? I don't think I'll ever say anything to you again, Mom. I'm just going to, if you say jump, I'm just going to say, okay, maybe we should jump that way. When it started getting so cold, where was the governor? Where were the elected officials in Texas? When the temperature dropped below 40 degrees, not overnight, when the temperature dropped below 30 degrees and 20 degrees, where was the governor to start implementing emergency management protocols? Where was that? Why? Because the fallout from that would impact black and brown communities. Didn't, it wasn't going to affect him. The senator who took off and flew, to, and flew to Cancun, they say he had power in his neighborhood. The power went out Tuesday. But the power came back on Wednesday, so he didn't have to leave town to experience anything. But what did he do? He left town anyway. Why? Because he can, and he didn't care how it looked. He didn't care that his constituents did not care. So the question I'm going to ask you again, when, how much longer are we going to allow these people to reign over us and believe foolishly that they have our best interest at heart. Ladies and gentlemen, wake up. Politicians do not have our best interest at heart. You barely can get them to see your point of view when it comes time to get your vote. Barely. So how do you think that in a crisis where they could see this coming from afar? And, and this is a question I find myself asking. I've been asking this a lot. You, uh, I worked in healthcare in healthcare management, we have certain, there are certain protocols called disaster preparedness that you must follow. What if something happens? How will you get your patients to help or how will you get help to them? So I ask this question, the emergency management protocols all throughout the country, when you idiots sit down at a table, what exactly are you doing? Or are you not sitting at a table? Are you having fun? Are you texting each other? Are you watching porn on OnlyFans or Pornhub? But are you really discussing emergency management protocols? Are you really looking at the science and the data that is driving climate change that this is something we really need to take a look at? Do you know why we're having so many polar vortexes in the United States? Because the coldest air in the world used to take place only over the Arctic and Antarctic zones. But because of the warm air emissions that are going above the planet because of our modern way of life, though that cold air has been displaced and is lodged over places like the United States. That's why the cold air that used to be in the Arctic and the Antarctic, it's now here. When you see places in South Dakota that is negative 60, but they're still rolling. People still going out to have their coffee in the morning. They're still rolling. They don't have rolling blackouts. They're built for it. They're prepared for it. But the arrogance of the political leadership in Texas was that this could never happen. 
because you're still dependent on fossil fuels. You're still dependent on energy coming out of the ground when we can use wind energy. We can use water energy. Energy is anything that powers anything now. It does not have to be fossil fuels. You know why they're stuck to fossil fuels? Lobbyists. The people who, are, who own the fossil fuels, who own the oil in the soil, what do they do? They pay politicians to ensure that they never lose their grip on people's lives. That is the white supremacy that we're talking about. They don't care what happens. They own land and there's oil on the land. They're good. They don't care. Look at the large churches in Texas. Did they open, did, did Joel Osteen open his church to take people in for the second time? Yet you all give him $45 every month. There was Hurricane Katrina. There was Hurricane Harvey. During Hurricane Harvey, did he open his church to take people in? Nope. Did he open his church this time? Nah. Their buildings and their property are more important to them than your lives. When are you going to wake up? Not when politicians can take off and go to Cancun and go to Florida to soak up some sun and get some warmth and get out of the cold. So what happens to the people whom we are now calling essential workers? What happens to retired folks who are living in an apartment, dependent on Social Security? The pipes burst. They're displaced. The people who own apartment buildings are not paying for rehousing. So they didn't set up emergency shelters because they don't care. That's up to you. They still expect the rent on the first, though, which will be in a few weeks. You want to still live there? You better pay that rent on the first. They're not going to give you a moratorium. But you have to find a hotel. In Texas during last week, hotel rooms were $2,000 a night. And the governor of Texas sat back and let this happen. He does not care. He has a jet waiting for him that he can take a jet and get to where he's going. I guarantee you that senator from Texas who took United Airlines down to Cancun, he will never fly commercial again. I guarantee you he's going to find a jet at his disposal and take off and you won't even know it. My friends, we have come to this point. There are two things here. There's public policy and there's climate change public policy that needs to revolve around the care of humanity, public policy that needs to have at its focus and at its center the care of people. That's where we are. The second thing is climate change. Whether you like it or not, the world is getting hotter and colder. Now, this is winter, and it is freezing cold. Here in Michigan, it's been 15 days straight that we've been above freezing. That is unprecedented. It's the middle of February, and it's next week before our temperatures go above freezing. That's unusual. That doesn't happen. That's strain on our infrastructure. Your furnace just keeps running. I mean, it goes off and comes back on because the house is cold. That's strain on the infrastructure, the pipes that are below the ground. 
that strain on your cars that are struggling to drive. People have lost more cars during the winter because the roads are icy. They don't salt the roads enough. You're driving to work and the roads aren't salty. You have more spin-outs and people losing their vehicles. Insurance, uh, car insurance, motor vehicle insurance in Michigan is astronomical. Again, white supremacy policies. A white man who ran Michigan determined that it didn't matter. He didn't care if black people could not afford car insurance. He did not care. It did not affect him. That's white supremacy. That's how they think. And you all dare to show up in places and put on a Trump 2020 mask as if a billionaire guy who has never in his life wanted for anything, a billionaire guy who all his life never had to stand in a kitchen and fry an egg, somebody from the day he was born has been cooking for him, and you think a guy like that can identify with you, you're sadly mistaken. How much longer? You look at Texas and you see a failure of leadership. But what is going to happen? Are you going to vote him out? Seriously, all of the brown people in Texas who voted red, you voted for Trump. You voted against a guy like Beto O'Rourke who was helping people even at that time. You voted against conscious leadership because you had this stupid idea. Wake up, folks. Stop listening to this hysteria from Christians who are telling you about abortion. You realize if you read the Bible that women have been miscarrying for a long time. God never freaked out. Sarah, the wife of Abraham, never had children until she was 75. God didn't freak out. So what is this mass hysteria about abortions? They still cannot find one verse in the Bible to tell you about abortions. What they do is take verses out of context. But they come and tell you how abortions are killing babies. And how about when you kill black people and brown people? And when you beat up your wives and have sex with your own family members? That's not killing anybody? Hmm? So you listen to this hysteria and you say, well, that's what I believe. Your daughter had an abortion because she got pregnant one night when she had sex. And she doesn't want to have children. Because it's not convenient right now. Because having a child is going to put a strain on her and her resources and she won't be able to adequately take care of it. I believe in having children. So I'm as pro-life as they come, but I also believe a woman should have the right to choose. That's her body. That's her life. That for the next 18 years of her life, she has to be committed to. That's her body. Get over this hysteria of people wanting to have sex with each other. Get over it. We're in a time now when there are more important things ahead of us and confronting us. Let me ask you this. If it is this cold during the winter, what is the summer going to be like? As soon as winter is over, I'm getting them to come and check out my AC unit. I swear. Why? Because I think we're going to have an even hotter summer summer it was so hot you could fry an egg on the sidewalk in Michigan. Some place in Michigan, Michigan that never used to see these kinds of summer temperatures. All of a sudden now we're confronted with temperatures not in the high 80s 
not in the high 90s, in the hundreds. For like days straight, it doesn't even cool down overnight. The same thing is happening in Phoenix. The same thing is happening in other parts of the country. So if it's this cold now, what's going to happen in the summer? Are the folks in Texas who lost their homes and their apartments, are they going to recover in time for summer? That's a question that I'd like to see. That's a question I'd like answered. Are they going to recover so they can have shelter from the sun? So they won't be wandering the streets hot like it's crazy. Is Texas now going to revise its energy problem, energy structure, and join with the rest of the country and be federally regulated? Oh, you don't want to be federally regulated. I see. You wanted to secede from the union. But then you went to the president quietly and asked for help. But you did want to secede from the union, though. Just remember that Ted Cruz pontificated on January 6th that he objected to the results of the elections in Pennsylvania. And he thinks, and others like him, thought that secession from the union was a good idea. Remember that. You all weren't pontificating last week, were you? It's just the hypocrisy of it. Just think about it. The senator ran away to Mexico. But he wanted to build a wall to prevent Mexicans from coming to America. But when the going got tough, he ran to Mexico. He's elitist, so he can go to the Ritz-Carlton, but poor Mexicans can't come here. These, uh, does this sound Christian to you all? I just want to ask you, because you're all Bible-stumping believers, right? And you like to beat people over the head with it. So I'm asking you this question one more time. Does this sound Christian? Does this sound like something Jesus would do? I just want to ask you that. Does the behavior that you saw in Texas, the policies that you're seeing throughout right now, throughout this country, that are based upon white supremacy and the idea that white is superior, do you see that? Did Jesus do that? First of all, Jesus was not white. So the evidence there, that just flew through the ground. Jesus was not white. He was an unarmed brown man who was a revolutionary. But you all base your policies that you're a good Christian. What parts of you are good if you have a church that can accommodate 20,000 people and you wouldn't open the doors of your church to take in the people who were flooded out and homeless, some of whom probably attended your church, gave you tithe. People stopped the foolishness. You would rather give the preacher all your darn money and then when it comes, you don't have anything left. In today's day and time, any preacher who is insisting that you tithe everything and you must pay your tithe, you need to walk away from that. That's the devil preaching to you. That's not God. Isn't that why God sent Jesus? To save you from the works of man who was making you impoverished? Think about it. If you're going to pay 10% to a man of your salary, say you make $4,000 a month, every month you give somebody $400. For you to pay your bills, what happened to you? Where, where is your money? Are you paying yourself? If you give $400, by the end of the year, you're giving that person about $5,000 a year. More than five, about 5600 a year. Ask yourself the question, is it worth it? What do you get out of it? Some kind of satisfaction? You are now homeless in an apartment building. What does that get you? 
You can't buy a generator. That money, if you had saved it, could have bought you a generator. But you gave it and gave it and listened. You really believe that you have to give money to God for God to help you? Did Jesus not require that, that you need to believe to be saved? So when did this exchange of money make it so that it becomes a currency exchange? Do you see the danger in organized religion being perpetuated by white supremacist culture? I don't believe in organized religion. I believe that people have a set of beliefs. I believe in God myself. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I believe that. But what I don't subscribe to is controlling that idea and using it to control people. That I don't subscribe to. So I'm going to ask people all over. When this show is over, I'm going to donate to help folks in Texas. I'm going to ask you to do the same. I, I give to organizations that are on the ground that are giving people, bringing people food and water. Imagine that private citizens had to step up to do what the government did not do, the government of Texas. They did not help their people. Private citizens had to organize to bring bottled water to people, people in nursing homes and assisted living facilities and senior living facilities. Jesus Christ, America, we have forgotten what it's like to be human. We put our seniors in facilities and abandoned them and have the nerve to come and say we are decent. Nothing decent about us. Ordinary citizens had to come together to bring food to people who had not eaten in three days in Texas. Texas looked like a third world country where people lined up in the dirt getting water. There's a guy on TV, on Christian TV, James Robertson, I think his name is. He likes to show Africans how he goes to Africa, and he's such a good guy, right? Because apparently that plays well in their demographic and their market. So he likes to show that he goes to Africa, he digs a well, he provides water to these poor Africans who look so dejected and look so malnourished. And for, you know, a couple of nights, I kept saying to myself, why do you focus on that? That's not how Africa really looks. There are parts of Africa that are like that. And I said, frankly, there are parts of America that look like that now. Well, lo and behold, he lives in Texas. That scene played out in Texas this week where we saw people lined up with a bucket to get water from one little place where they found water dripping. Unbelievable. In Texas, the one of the wealthiest states in the country, where people, where politicians like to pontificate and postulate. And they like to ride around and drive around and get police escort to take them and their family to, to, to go to the airport so they can get on a plane and fly out of the mess. Imagine that, the hypocrisy. You objected to, to, to Mexicans coming here across the border, but when it was necessary, you flew to the border. You flew to Mexico, to a Ritz Carlton nonetheless. The hypocrisy of it. What is even more alarming is their attitude to it. They don't give a care. They don't see anything morally wrong with what they do. Like, so I do what I want to do. 
I feel sorry for you guys. I wish that I could do everything to overturn this, but I'm telling you, it's not over. When that ice starts melting and those rivers start breaching and the dams start breaching down there, we're going to have a problem. The next couple of weeks when it starts warming up, we're going to have a further problem. We're in the midst of a pandemic already. People are dropping like flies. And now grouping people together has just exacerbated the problem. Meanwhile, Governor Abbott still lives in the governor's mansion, still flying around in a jet, unbothered. It doesn't bother him. Still mouthing and expressing and espousing white supremacist ideology. Hated Barack Obama so bad, that whole Texas leadership. Hated Barack Obama so bad, they resisted the idea of climate change to the detriment of the people. It's not just Texas, it's everywhere. Barack Obama also gave each state, depending on the size of the state and the population, billions of dollars to find sources of energy peculiar and specific to that state. In Michigan, they got $5 billion under that man, Rick Snyder. In Texas, I'm pretty sure they got some. They never talked about it. So they never, it wasn't, they took the money and pocketed it and said, we're not going to be subject to federal regulation. But now what's happening? You did come and ask the feds for help, but you were ready to see from the union, okay, create the, the state of Texas. So, you know, the rest of us are going to say, hell no, for you to come here, you have to show us a passport. Hell no, you ain't going to move up here. Stay down there and figure it out. I'm talking to the politicians because I suspect that some of you who live in Texas are probably looking around at your options. If you lived in an apartment building, imagine the devastation. You can't go back to work now. Where are your clothes? Where's your property? Where are your possessions? You're left with nothing. Just the trauma of that is enough. The only thing I can do is make a contribution and ask others to make a contribution but I'm looking at the long-term possibilities. You may have to relocate. You may have to go find another state to live in. I've seen where the migration patterns are changing in the country, that uh, people who are wealthier are moving south and other people are moving north. You might find yourself in a reverse migration. But if you're gonna stay in Texas, find a way to buy a house, it may not be a house worth $200,000. It probably is not going to be. But buy a house, get it cleaned up, and live in it. Stay there and build something on it because that's your best way forward. We all can't live in apartment buildings. I lived in an apartment for five years of my life, and I can't tell you I used to worry about that. I used to ask myself, what if something happened? Where would you go? What would you do? Do you see what I mean? If, if somebody else caused something to happen. We need to start thinking for ourselves, don't we? That's where this comes. We can't look to the government anymore for help or expect that people whom we elect have our best interests at heart. We are going to have to invest in ourselves. They're not listening to the science on climate change. So in advance of the summer, 
you start making preparations. You know it's going to be a hot summer. So you make sure that you have to be somewhere, well, I have to go to work. I'm going to buy something. I'm going to have to leave my car windows down. I'm going to have to find ways to keep my home cool. There's a tree over my house that I was going to cut down because I'm like, yeah, I don't like trees, you know, too close to your house. But during the summer, it provides what? Shade. So it helps to keep the sun off the roof. Do you see what I mean? So it helps to keep the house cooler. I've changed my mind. Because you have to think long term. People in Texas, I encourage everybody, not just are we going to send up a prayer, because we've been sending up prayers. I've been praying for you. But I'm going to donate to make sure that somebody somewhere knows that God is still in the business of helping people. Not the Bible something. Religious folk. That's what they are. They're religious. Take your money and keep it flying. Get on a private jet and drive away from it like it's nothing. But for the rest of us, know that we are watching. And know that the political leadership in the states where we all live, we're watching you too. And we're looking at what would you do if such a thing were to happen in our state. This is as down to earth as I can get. I'm Harriet Kemmock. Thank you so much for joining me. Go to my website, HarrietKemmock.com, as well as visit my pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify. Thank you so much, everybody. Something has got to change, and we must be the agents of change. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.